Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. And thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday, we have Faith and Hope Journey, where we share struggles, people-oriented problems, and hard circumstances. And we look to the Lord for our healing, our rescue, and deliverance through Jesus. Every Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit, where we share the Word of God, the most important book that you will ever read, information that you need to receive, because it is inspired by God, breathed by God, and it is the way to enjoy life and for here and forever. The Word of God is an effective weapon against our enemies and shows us the way to salvation. Well, I believe the Lord has assigned me to be a beacon of hope in the storms for everyone. Imagine a lighthouse has that receives a light from the ultimate source, our Creator, and then, as a believer, we share that light in hopes to help other people encourage others toward the Creator's kingdom. I often share pieces of my own testimony because He has rescued me time and time again. If He would hear my cry for help, then He will certainly hear you. Many times my testimony includes a cautionary tale, sharing my own mistakes, sins, and consequences. This can be used as both a warning and encouragement for you. Whatever has happened, whatever part you played in it, today is the day to turn to God, come to Jesus. Well, today's topic is family problems. Everywhere you go today, in this world, it seems there's more and more problems within the family unit. But this was prophesied to us in Luke 12, in reference to the last days. Now, I'm not at all saying that this is the last days, this year, this month, but I can say that we're closer to the last days than we were a year ago, or even last month. And as believers, we can look forward to Jesus coming. Anyway, what is in Luke 12, verses 51 through 53, that Jesus said about things we'll see in the last days, particularly within the family? I'm looking at the Amplified Bible right now. Do you suppose that I came to grant peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division between believers and unbelievers. For from now on, five in one household will be divided over me. Three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Can you see that happening in families around you, maybe your own family? To the core, there exists division among those that are believers of Jesus Christ and non-believers within the same family. Those who are believers pray for the family to all be saved, but it's not that simple. Each person comes to the Lord under their own free will or not. Arguments and preaching at those we love will actually serve to push them away further. This division within the family is strained by the various differences among family members regarding political and social issues, along with distractions from the world. 
such as negativity and deception within the news, increased crimes, availability of drugs for addictions, television shows, advertisements, stories with excess, excess in so many things, sexual lust, greed, and the decay of morals, as if it's okay. What can we do? How can one or more person unify a family? Look at the character of Jesus and emulate him. Be authentic and loving. Faithfully pray for others. Study the word of God and listen for the word's guidance. The Lord's guidance. Well, I'm not perfect. I, I strive to do that, but I sometimes I fail. But I'm always getting back up and asking the Lord to help me to be a positive influence on others. And consider what would Jesus do in this situation. And always, as in 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober, well-balanced, self-disciplined, be alert and cautious at all times. And why would we want to do that? Because the enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. In that, stay keenly aware that spiritual battles are happening all around you. What else can you do while in the midst of horrific battles happening within your family, even among your extended family? Well, you can set healthy boundaries. Exercise the fruit of the Spirit that is in every believer. Love, peace, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Exercise them. They are in you, but it might be tiny little seeds if you've not worked to develop it. But what, what if you find yourself within an ongoing pattern of toxic environment, toxic people? What if, you, what if to stay in that environment will subject you to all kinds of abuse, anxiety, to be criticized, manipulated, receive harsh treatments, unpredictable, ugly scenes, your needs are dismissed, unnecessary competition, and to be under someone else's control? You know, there's many forms of abuse, not just physical, emotional, mental, financial. So many forms of abuse you could be experiencing now. And for a period of time, it may be necessary to love them anyway, but from a distance. To be estranged from that person or those members of your family. The Lord does not mean for you to remain in an abusive toxic environment and to stay in it will not bring a good result not for you and not from for them this describes what love should look like in first corinthians 13 1 through 8 in the message if i speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy but don't love i'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut 
doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't reveal when others grovel, takes, re, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always look for the best, never look back, but keep going to the end. Love never dies. In 1 Thessalonians 5, we are encouraged to build each other up, to be joyful and always thankful, grateful for all that the Lord has done for us. In Ephesians 5 and 1 Timothy 3, we're encouraged to honor and respect each other, especially not to gossip, but be patient, self-controlled, and trustworthy in all things. The temptation is high to share with others how you've been offended, but resist it. Resist the temptation. So if you find yourself in family problems, there is much positive thought, words, and actions to do, all for working towards a positive family unit. Family problems are especially prevalent when the family is comprised of both unbelievers and believers. Do you know the good news of Jesus? Is it in you? Until each of us turns to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart, confess our sins, confess Jesus, then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, or joy. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. As he tells us, in John fourteen six, no one comes to the Heavenly Father except through Jesus Christ, His Son. How do we come to Him? It's this simple. Open your heart, your mind, and your mouth. Yes, say it out loud. Your decision, your repentance, and belief in Jesus. Accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Do you believe the scripture, John three sixteen? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you believe that Jesus came to earth to suffer on the cross to pay for your sins, and that he arose on the third day? I encourage you to turn your life over to him, accept Jesus, and your life will never be the same. And the Lord will stay with you. Yes, you'll never be alone. And he will be with you through eternity. So to summarize what we address that will help in a family problem, what can we do? Look at the character of Jesus and emulate him as a believer. Be authentic and loving. Faithfully pray for others. Study the word of God. Listen for the Lord's guidance. What else? We can practice love toward members of our family, as in 1 Corinthians 13. Set healthy boundaries. Exercise the fruit of the Spirit that is in every believer. That's in Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Be aware of the spiritual battle that is going on inside you, around you, in others. Look at Ephesians chapter 6. Spiritual warfare is happening. And for a time, it may mean to safely leave habitually toxic environments. 
If you're experiencing family problems today, I encourage you to prayerfully and faithfully cast your cares on the Lord. Leave all your worries and fears. Take it all to the Lord and patiently lean on Him for a great reconciliation in your family. Thank you for joining me today on Turn to God with Karen. I hope you watch and listen to all Monday episodes of Faith and Hope Journey, as well as episodes every Wednesday, Sword of the Spirit. You can share your suggestions and comments at the contact page on my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. And there you'll see books, blogs, and resource materials. If any of my books that I've written are or any of my episodes have brought you hope for healing or encouragement in any way, please let me know. I need encouragement as well. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Blessings to you.